this EFL Cup Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers. You can win 100x plus every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Monday, the 30th of October, um, and we are here to have a little pick around the Premier League action, possibly. Um, and then we've got some EFL Cup stuff, little departure. It's nice to get some cup action in. There's a few lower league teams left in it. And some big games, some big old Premier ties as well. Um, Joining us, not from Nottingham this week, uh, joining us from the cradle of civilization, uh, from somewhere in North Africa. It's not Lawrence of Arabia. It's Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Barry. How's how's North Africa? You're on mute, Baz. He's muted himself. Oh, my God. Terrible. Terrible start. I'm not sure the internet signal in the Middle East is going to hold up, Malcolm, but uh, well, uh, yeah, it's definitely peaceful, yeah. I can vouch for that. You, uh, you've avoided the missiles, etc. Yeah, I've, I've got two kids with me. I've got thing one and thing two. We're all on the cocktails. Oh, look at this. Family show. Uh, they wanted to say hello and they wanted to give their predictions for Newcastle Man United first before they bugger off to bed. Uh, so, Chloe, what's the score going to be? Newcastle Man United. 3-1 to Newcastle. Sophie? 2-0 to Newcastle. There we go. Yay. We've got two predictions from Double new, uh, new guest. So they're, they're you better on, go to bed before the I give my picks then, bud. Oh, no, cheers. Well, well done, Gil. Nice to have you. Right, OK then, Baz. Let's uh, talk about your holiday then. How's, um, how's Egypt? What's going on in downtown Sharm el-Sheikh? Downtown Sharm el-Sheikh is lovely. We've had a lovely time. It's very hot. Um, It's very warm. Um, We had a bit of rain yesterday, funnily enough, which I wasn't expecting. Um, A very, very slight bit of rain, I should say. Uh, We've done quad biking in the desert. Uh, Kids done a bit of camel riding. What else have we done? Uh, Tomorrow we've got boat trips planned. Um, It's been lovely, really nice. And you just can't beat the service here. Like Honestly, you give these men a couple of... And honestly, they'll look after you like a king. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't leave the bar without every night. Last night, I got sent back. As soon as you're about to leave, the like, you want another drink for the room? Uh, yeah, go on then. So, last night was a pint of red wine because I was drinking red <laughs> wine at the time. It's like, you need, you need red wine to go back. I was thinking he'd give us a glass. Give us like a pint of it. He said, there you go. There's a glass. There's a pint. Go back. So, I sat and watched the NFL last night with a pint of red wine. Um, 
but honestly, as soon as you start drinking, you give them a couple of quid and just there's never an empty hand. Like so, yes, yeah, spot on. I mean, the humour of the staff's a little bit. Uh, there's only so many times you can have people coming up and going to hand you a drink and then pulling it away as you go to grab it no, and, and silly things. Like that. Um, or sitting eating your dinner and they come up and say you're finished when you're quite clearly not finished and going to take a plate of it. Uh, so the sense of humour uh, needs a lot to be desired. Um, but overall, honestly, the service is brilliant. Um, the staff are all really, really friendly, really good. Um, lots of fun, yeah. Have you, um, have you drummed up any support for the podcast, Barry? Have we got any new listeners in Egypt? I've did um, got onto a Wolves fan. Funnily enough, okay. the Wolves. I was uh, I was chatting to a Wolves fan. I uh, went and watched the match with him and told him and his son. So uh, they might have a listen. But I haven't, um, you know me, I'm a bit of an anti-social bastard now. Yeah, that is true. Um, so, yeah. I watched Newcastle in a yeah, Wolves pub on, um, on Saturday. I was in Worcester um, and I watched Newcastle in the Brewers' Arms, which is very much a Wolves pub. The Gaffer's a Wolves fan, all the locals are Wolves fans. Um, so it was quite, the draw was a fair result because everyone was okay. We could all pretend we liked each other rather than them trying to kill me and me being in a bad mood with them. Um, so it was all right. I've got um, so yeah. Hopefully Barry's um, signal will hold. It looks like you might have frozen up again there, uh, but it's hopefully your signal will hold in Egypt. If it doesn't, uh, I'll just crack on anyway. Um, but yeah, the Premier League that did all right this weekend. I was in the plus column again. I had a really good Saturday. I was at one point after the Saturday games. I was sitting at four and one. Um, and it, I finished up six and four, um, but plenty plus money winners. Um, Manchester City, well, we're going to talk about Man United in a minute. The Man City team total cashed at plus 225. Um, what else hit? They, I'll tell you what, Baz, those um, the little teams to win both halves picks that I decided I liked last week. Arsenal won both halves at even money. Aston Villa won both halves at six to four. Um, both teams to score an over two and a half in the Wolves Newcastle game was plus one ten. I got Tottenham to win, so yeah, really good. I landed about fourteen, just over fourteen units for me ten, uh, which was fine. I've got really, I've got no idea how you did, Barry. Did, did you watch much football? I haven't watched a load. I watched the Newcastle Wolves game, obviously, uh, and I watched the Man United derby, Man United Manchester derby, I should say. Um, Start off terribly. That Spurs game was an absolute Spurs. I took under two point five in the Spurs game. No, yeah. half time. Spurs two 0 up, and that Palace goal was an absolute shambles. How is it not ruled out? It's a, it's a, it's a handball. It leads to a goal. The rule's simple, isn't it? It doesn't have to be intentional, deliberate, anything. If a player handles a ball with his arm or his hand, touches it in any way, and then scores, it's out. It's ruled out. I don't know how we are this weekend. Barry got everything wrong. To- We've had some, obviously, howlers, like that Liverpool-Tottenham one. But this weekend, they got so much stuff wrong, the kind of easy stuff, and took absolutely forever um, to get them wrong as well. They have a five-and-a-half-minute look. They were drawing lines in the wrong place. It was absolutely horrible. Um, looks like Barry's froze again. So I'll read these ad reads before uh, Barry comes back. Who's in the chat? Slick Rick was in first. Um, and cap no cereal. I heard cereal on the um, NFL uh, review um, show with Jordan Ryan. Uh, cereal was talking up his cowboys and very much getting stuck in the Ryan, which I enjoyed. Cereal, good effort. Um, so yeah, let's we'll get on to some uh, 
some other picks. Once I tell you first about underdog fantasy, um, introduce scorches. Uh, so you can go five for five in pick and scorches and enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time, underdog is extending the deposit bonus up to $500. We've got $100,000 Sundays continuing on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky winners uh, winning 10 grand each. Good effort, that. Um, so watch along, make your picks. Maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Uh, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Don't forget the MMA Gambling Podcast Contest. Uh, your brother, Barry, it's your brother's birthday today, Jamie. Happy birthday. It's Bob's birthday as well. You might see Bob, he's occasionally passing through the background here. He's got a new football goal, which he's parked in front of the telly. And he's currently <laughs> smashing a soft beer. That's got right on my wick tonight, trying to watch West Brom of Coventry. Um, so, you, yeah, you'll see him darting back and forth. So, happy birthday, Bob. Happy birthday, Jamie. Jamie Penaloon is a huge MMA fan. Uh, so, get him involved in this, Barry. The the YouTube channel for the MMA Gambling Podcast. Um, head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie uh, to submit your entry. Make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. Um, so, right, Barry, I've got one thing to tell you. I know we're a bit conscious of the connection and I've got, I've got some really good lifestyle chat, but I'll leave it till next time. There's one thing I want to tell you though, Barry, a little story from the weekend at this wedding because... I think my friend invented something this weekend. I've never seen it before. And it's a sort of thing, it feels like it should have a name or a, a word to describe it, like a like an urban dictionary type thing. So I'll tell you the situation. You, I think you know Chinny. Have you met my friend Chinny before? Yeah. Chinny's yeah. a proper character, a really good character. And his favourite thing is to get really drunk. He's very, very good at it. He does it a lot. He could do it every day without exception. He's never any trouble. He laughs and jokes and dances, but he's a very enthusiastic drinker. To the point on, we were all at this wedding on Sunday. On Saturday night, it was decided he wasn't allowed near anyone because he would go too stupid on Saturday and not be able to function on Sunday. So he went out with his missus for a meal while everyone else had a few beers in the hotel and stuff. We kept him away for his own good. And he understood this anyway. So on the Sunday, we all meet in the car park to go to this wedding. It's about 15 minutes drive, a little one of those barn type venues. Very nice. Congratulations to Simon and Helen. It was a load of fun. So we're first there. We get into the bar three minutes to 12, Barry. Um, Chinny's mad excited. He gets very giddy. He's just, it's like a big kid. He's 53 years old. He's bouncing around like a spring lamb. So he's straight to the bar. I'll get them in. So the first thing he says that he knows what he wants. I'll have a pint of Stella. So pint of Stella. Um, Merce, what you having? He'll have a Camden Hells. Dylan, Dylan have an IPA. I'll have a pint of Guinness. So he's pouring them. He asks his lass. She wants a large red wine. So Helen gets a Shiraz. He asks the IT department. She ums and ahs, wants a gin and tonic. So the lad gets the six drinks. This has taken maybe three, three and a half minutes, Barry. By the time he's prepared the six drinks, Chinny's finished his pint of Stella. So then Chinny has to order another pint of Stella at the end of his first round. Now, I've never seen someone bookend an order before of the round with one pint of Stella, and then the last drink he ordered was his second pint of Stella because the man has had to pour the five drinks in the meantime, and he continued in that vein for another 12 hours. I've never seen that before, Baz. It was really impressive. What do you think? 
Well, Barry, is he frozen again? I thought he was taking a really long drink, if whatever the hell that is, yeah. But that does feel like it should have some sort of name, like it should be now known as to do a chinny. So when you've the bloke's taking that long to pour your six drinks, that you get a second pint of Stella at the end of the order, Barry. You having that? That's a good effort, like. I mean, I've never <laughs> had any waiting time for my next pint at the moment, so I've never had yeah, that issue. Um, they are very swift. Um, we've got the number one Ahmed in uh, Sean El Sheikh here serving the beers. He's told me he's the number one in Sean El Sheikh, and I have uh, no doubts about it because he constantly has a beer in my hand all the time. So that's great. Any cereals uh, mentioning Eric Ten Hag possibly on the hot seat? I mean, you said you wanted to talk a little bit about Manchester United. We're going to cover them. Yeah, sorry, definitely because we're, we're going to. I've got a pick for them, obviously. But I watched that game yesterday, um, and they are shite. No doubts about it. Absolute shite. And, I mean, Man City are good, and Man City can do that to any team. But, Man United were just absolutely hopeless, weren't they? A couple of things from it. (laughs) Because at the start of the season, I gave uh, Anthony quite a lot of stick. Yeah. And, And it's quite telling. Um, as, a, as an Egyptian cleaner, just that to me. Um, it's quite telling that an £80 million player, and in the situation where they've got a massive game against Man City, he's not trusted in that game. Um, but similarly, at 1 0 down, 2 0 down, he's still not trusted in that game. And then they brought him on in 85 minutes, 3 0 down, and he was furious about it and just went around kicking everybody, didn't he? He had no interest in finding but kicking anyone. Um, Look at to stay on. Should have went off for kicking Doku. The other thing, how did Bruno Fernandes make it at 94 minutes before he got a yellow card? Because he was on the same sort of mission. Um, I just didn't get it. Like, um, I didn't see the game. I caught up with it on Match of the Day. The day obviously, I was wedding duties yesterday. Um, so I caught up with it on, on Match of the Day today. But I didn't really see it. I was taking the piss out of the Man United. I was trying to take the piss out of the Man United fans at the wedding. There was a nurse who I was just talking about in the round. He's a Man United fan. But they're so like downhearted and downtrodden at the minute. There's no fun in taking the piss out of them because they don't really bite back. Um, it's a bit disappointing, really. That kind of they're, they're all shells of the former selves. So there's um, there's not as there's not as much fun um, in in needling the Manchester United fans. Is they used to be. So, yeah, that was slightly disappointing. Um, they play Newcastle this week in the Cup, so we're going to get to that um, in a little minute. Um, I've picked all eight games here, Barry. I know you haven't, um, but we've got to, there's two games on Tuesday uh, and then the there's six games on Wednesday night. But my Tuesday handicaps are pretty brief and I've actually got a, a Tuesday exclusive bet as well. Um, so we'll go through these two Tuesday games first, and then we can pile into the um, pile into the Wednesday ones. They're both seven forty-five kickoffs. Um, the first game here is Exeter City against Middlesbrough. Exeter are um, seven to two. Uh, the plus three fifty. Where's my notes gone? Hang on. Um, yeah, Exeter seven to two. The draw is thirteen to five plus two sixty. Middlesbrough four to five minus one twenty-five. And this, but both games, yeah, it's the two favourites. I want to back the two favourites individually on the money line, and that's it. And you can parlay them if you want. Um, Middlesbrough, before the weekend, 
They lost it home to Stoke. They'd won six in a row, been in really good form. Scored 14, conceded five. Exeter, perversely, um, the division down, they've lost six in a row, scored one, conceded 14. So an absolute freefall. Now, we always were going to caveat all of these games by saying team news, team news, team news, team news. We don't know what's going to happen. You, the teams could throw out anything, but Exeter and Millsford, they're, they're kind of shorn of options. And I think at this price, minus 125, you, has to, you have to trust Middlesbrough. The second game is Mansfield Town against Port Vale, where Mansfield are 9 to 10, minus 111. The doors plus 260, Port Vale are 5 to 2. Um, and Mansfield has been on our radar the last couple of weeks. Firstly, because of that Notts County game in the international break, where I took Notts County, Barry took goals, and Mansfield absolutely battered them. Since then, Mansfield have been looking at a lot. Their underlying metrics are really, really good. They've just had back-to-back 4-1 away wins. Um, they're absolutely full of goals. Port Vale are a division higher, but they're in terrible form. They haven't won in seven. They haven't scored in five. Um, so despite the difference in division, I absolutely love what Mansfield are doing at the moment. Um, so this your exclusive Tuesday party on these two games is the two favourites, Middlesbrough and Mansfield. Pays five to two plus two fifty, or you can take them both as singles if you want. Um, yeah, so that's the the Tuesday plays. Wednesday then Barry. Um, where do, there's loads of good games to choose from. Where do you want to start? I've started with, and let me know if it's too much noise, because there's a couple of uh, couple of workers sat down next to me. I'm not sure if they're just waiting for their bus home because their shift's finished, or if they're trying to listen in for some tips. I'm not quite sure what's going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, anyway, West Ham v Arsenal, Malcolm. Um, yeah. West Ham has screeched up a little bit, haven't they, after a solid start. Poor against Villa last week and then went on to lose against Everton at the weekend. We've instantly seen how strong Arsenal will go here. But I've said before, um, given what Arsenal spent in the summer, I think Arteta needs to be winning the trophy this season. So I think he will be strong enough in this. We're down at the last 16 now, you know. So yeah, you're getting close to quarterfinals now. And I think strong. West Ham lost three in a row now, if you include the Europa League. And I think Arsenal being unbeaten in four, plus money again. I took Arsenal plus money in the Champions League. I took them again a plus money against somebody else. I can't remember. Didn't come off the week before. I can't remember who it was now. But anyway, I think Arsenal at five to four are a pick here. So I'm going with Arsenal to beat West Ham at five to four. Yeah, I've got exactly the same pick, Barry. This is the this is the earliest kickoff on Wednesday. It's a seven thirty kickoff. Um, West Ham are five to two. The door is five to two. Arsenal eleven to ten. Uh, a bit of line movement. They were five to four when I handicapped this. Plus one twenty five into plus one ten. Um, but yeah, I had Arsenal picks before the weekend's games. Um, Arsenal win 5-0 at home. West Ham lose 1-0 to Evan. I mean, I was, I was looking at the, the teams from the last round and West Ham made some changes. Mavropanos comes in. Corny, Danny Ings, who's dog shit, will probably get a game. Um, Arsenal played sort of 75% second-choice players, but they're still good players they're putting in. Emil, uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, Tommy Asu, um, who scored at the weekend, Reese Nelson, Jorginho, um, in a in a win versus Brentford. So the West Ham lineup is a bigger drop off than the Arsenal lineup. So this is going to be my third chalky money line play. Uh, and it's exactly the same as yours, Barry. Um, Arsenal at five to four. Um the next game here is a quarter to eight kickoff, so 245 Eastern time. Bournemouth against Liverpool. Bournemouth are five to one. The draw is Burlington Bertie, 100 to 30, plus 333. 
Liverpool are one to two minus two hundred. Um, so Bournemouth beat Stoke City two 0 at home in the last round, um, and got a win at the weekend. They were one of my winners, a money line win against Burnley, um, and I just think they're going to go for it. Baz Liverpool came from behind to beat Leicester in round three, but Liverpool. This is a tournament they they can put out an incredibly weak inside occasionally. Um, I mean, they've scraped through on penalty shootouts in the past quite recently. Middlesbrough, Leeds United. Um, and this is a competition they're least bothered about, Barry. So I've gone for three chalky ones. I'm going to drop in Bournemouth here, Barry. I'm going to give Bournemouth a right good chance at five to one uh, to get a home win over Liverpool because I think Bournemouth will just play. You want to try and keep a bit of momentum, but they haven't got that many options in terms of uh, changes they can make. But I think Liverpool can make more changes. So yeah, Bournemouth at five to one. I think it's too big a price, Barry. That would be me. Hi, right, Malcolm. I've got um, the same game, um, but I haven't gone for a money line winner. I've gone for goals in this one. Uh, as we know, I mean, Bournemouth finally got off the mark the other day, so they might be in a bit, bit better shape. But Liverpool are just scoring freely at the moment. Um, three or more in seven of the last ga- 11 games. Seven of the last 11 have scored three or more. Uh, two or more in each of Barry's gone quiet again, hasn't he? He's having, having all sorts of trouble with the old Egyptian uh, Egyptian connection there. Um, we'll move on to my pick. Uh, Chelsea take on Blackburn Rovers. Chelsea minus 400, one to four. To draw nine to two plus four fifty, and Blackburn is sitting at eleven to one, um, and this just screamed goal. So Chelsea poor result at the weekend, um, nil one against Brentford. They beat Brighton one nil in the last round. Um, they've got no other distractions, Chelsea. So they've got no European football at all. So I think they'll make fewer changes here, uh, and they were just starting to find a little bit of rhythm. Blackburn in this competition have gone absolutely wild. They beat Cardiff five two. Uh, and before that, they beat Harrogate Town 8-0. Um, so goals, goals, goals here um, is going to be my pick. I'm going to say Chelsea um, Chelsea will win 3-1. But the pick is going to be over three and a half goals um, in this one. And that's 11-8 plus 137. And uh, Barry's back, Bournemouth, Liverpool yeah, I mean- Malcolm, this this isn't going to be uh, the best podcast we've ever put out, has it, with my uh, signal issues? But anyway, Bournemouth Liverpool, I've gone for over three and a half goals, Malcolm. I think uh, there will be goals in that one. I think Liverpool will win. I think they'll do enough. But I, I think Bournemouth will get involved. And over 3.5 goals was a reasonable price. Um, just going through now. Six to four plus 150 for over three and a half. And I can see you've just mentioned the Chelsea game. I've gone for the big dog, Chelsea. Uh, I think Blackburn might beat them. Chelsea can't score. They're, they're still struggling to score. They've showed some glimmers recently, um, but they're throwing another bad result at the weekend. Didn't score against Brentford, who haven't been good at all. No. Um, Blackburn have found a bit of form. They've won three of the last four in the league. Starting to hit a bit of form. And if you give me anyone at 11-1 against this Chelsea team at the moment, in the Premiership Championship, I think you've got to have a little go. Like, so it's not a one I'm playing with confidence. I don't necessarily think Blackburn will win. But if this game's played 11 times, Blackburn win one of them at least. Um, so yeah, Blackburn, as I say, they're languishing down the mid-table. But for me, got to have a big dog. And the EFL Cup as well, we'll see surprises. Yeah. Unless so, the more you get into it. But, but, but still, round of 16 here. Um, 
I'm willing to take anyone at 11 to 1 at the moment against Chelsea because if if you score one goal against Chelsea, you've got a chance of winning because they might not be able to come back, you know. Uh, so, yeah, the pick for me is is a big dog here. Yeah. Blackburn to beat Chelsea 11 to 1. Um, yeah, Chelsea, that was a, a, a surprise of the weekend and it was a huge regression because they kind of fooled us a little bit. We talked quite a lot about green shoots for Chelsea and I saw Alan Shearer gave them plenty of stick on match of the day, particularly Nicholas Jackson up top and Andy Jacobs on uh, talks forward at lunchtime. Uh, big Chelsea supporter was absolutely scared in his criticism as well. So it's interesting to see um, what Chelsea um, do in this spot. Um, let's talk about Hall of Fame bets before we move on. I'm helping you win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. Uh, it's a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer with historical stats and data. Put any parlay into the parlay optimizer. You'll get hit rates broken down by a leg, expected probabilities. Uh, sort all players by hit rates, that kind of thing. So stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets. Um, download the app, visit hofbets.com, use code SGPN. To get 50% off your first month, start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Um, where do you want to go next, Baz? Um, well, I've covered West Ham Arsenal. We've covered Liverpool Bournemouth. Um, next up for me, then, it's probably going to be Man United Newcastle, Malcolm. And I know where you're going because you've already put a comment in the, in the chat yeah. here. Um, so I think we're going to be on different sides of this. I, I mean... And I can see why. Uh, a week ago, I'd have said this price for Newcastle, 5-2 to two to win against, against Man United, plus 250. I, I think it would have been the bet of the week for me. Uh, but since then, we have lost to Dortmund. We struggled to a draw against Wolves. I think we were very lucky to get that Wolves draw. Wolves played well. Um, the penalty was a really soft one. You wouldn't be happy if that had went against us. And since then, we've lost Tenali, we've lost Isak, Murphy, Anderson, all in the last week to, to injury and suspension. So um, things aren't going great. I think there will be changes. But the changes can only really come at the back. Dummett, Target, Livramento, Hall, probably all come in. Um, I don't see where, how we can rotate the front players. There, there isn't any rotation to be had. We haven't got anyone left. Um, I, I think he might rest Wilson and play Gordon through the middle, possibly. Yeah. Um, Joe Linton or, or Joe Willock can play out left. Um, but I think we'll still be strong enough going forward. And the big positive here is the fact that Man United are absolute dog shit. Um, so, <laughs> just not a positive for them. No, I, I think five to two, Newcastle. It's a, it's a, it's a bet worth taking. Um, I just don't think Man United. Uh, this the one before the City game. They'd won three in a row, hadn't they? But they'd scraped to wins against two Brentford, yes. Sheffield United. I can't remember who the other one was. Copenhagen was another fortuitous win for them. I just, I said we've said a few times in the last few weeks we've yet to see a good performance from Man United this season. They've absolutely scraped their way to where they are at the moment. Uh, so yeah, I think Newcastle win. Um, the pick for me is definitely Newcastle to win at five to two plus two fifty. Yeah, well, okay. I'll stay in this. I'm jumping out of order for me, but I'll stay on this game then. Um, and here's the thing, Baz. If it was any, any, any other opposition, I would take them. Um, 
but I've got two things here. A, I'm not very good at tipping Newcastle. I've got them right again. That's two. Talk to two uh, that I've got Newcastle correct. Um, I'm not very good at tipping them, and um, it's the I'm the reverse of that gambler's fallacy. It's just a it's a supporter's fallacy that I just don't want anything to do with them. Um, and like I say, the the, the injuries they look knackered. The, we beat Manchester City in the last round, and I was on cloud nine walking up before I even got home. I saw the draw and we were got given away at Manchester United. Instantly knocked the stuff and out. It wasn't much of a reward for Newcastle it was this trip. Um, and it's all the things, the kind of reason I faded them in the in the final last year. It's a rerun of last year's final. It's just a terrible spot for us. So in that Manchester City game, we rested a lot, a lot of players. And it didn't really work. It's half time. We were lucky to be nil-nil because we've been terrible. And he had to make a load of changes and put on, he brought on Gordon. He brought on Bruno um, because Lewis Hall hadn't worked. Livermento had a great game. Um, Lewis Hall hadn't worked. I mean, he played Lascelles and Dummett, do you know what I mean? And I don't know what options we've got. Um, I just think something terrible is going to happen here, Baz. Even if Man United are shit, and they will be, because they've got no alternatives, because they're shit. Um, they're going to get a 1-0 penalty. Rashford will score because... I can't get fantasy points for him because I've captained him every week and completely and utterly, like, effectively tied his shoelaces together. Because this week doesn't count, he'll be, yeah, he'll score one off his arse and they'll beat us 1 0. And the pick, the, the neutral play, right, is under two and a half goals. I just think it's going to be a little bit dull. The, the Man City game, we beat them 1 0. We can defend properly, um, but I can't see. Matt Ritchie and whoever else is going to be playing, breaking them down. So the, the neutral play is under two and a half goals. That's four to five, minus 125. Um, we'll get beat, Baz. Man United, um, they were seven to five plus 140. They are now six to five plus 120. I think that must be that line movements on the for the injuries, I think. But yeah, um, that, yeah, that would be my play, Barry. What are you going to say? Slick Rick's put in the comments there. He'd rather play. Man United than any other team in the competition. I think if you go back to the weekend, yeah. I'd rather have been playing Man United in the Premier League than Wolves. Having, Definitely. You know, Wolves just coming back off, the, off the, that win against Man City. Um, now is the time to play Man United for me. Bring them on. We'll beat them. Yeah, like I said, it's just my default position. You can't, you I, can see, I can see why. Like, yeah. Um, so, going back to Everton against Burnley. Everton nine to ten minus one 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 to draw twelve to five plus two forty and Burnley are uh, plus three twenty so what sixteen to five talked about Burnley last week Baz we put them on our radar with that defeat against Chelsea they, when they lost four one at home um, and we kind of were asking where do they go from here because they're not showing us anything we did say they had a decent run of fixtures coming up. They've got a Bournemouth at the weekend and got turned over and actually were quite comprehensively beaten. They were kind of, they were outplayed really. Um, it's funny that and after Dortmund last week, all the Newcastle timeline was complaining about the support, the atmosphere. The because our algorithm or whatever on the show timeline, I think we retweet some of the Burnley stuff from uh, Jay, uh, Nathan who came on for, Burnley, for the Burnley podcast. So I see quite a lot of Burnley stuff Exactly the same. 
the weekend was terrible. It was full of 20-year-old dickheads uh, calling the goalkeeper a C-U-N-T and all sorts. Everyone was drunk and off their lip. Um, terrible. And then West Ham time, timeline, the atmosphere was shit at home to Everton. All the fans were crap. Everyone's the same. So I haven't got annoyed about the Newcastle fans last week. I sort of realised that everyone's the same. Um, and the Burnley fans were into it. So they're really not doing very well. And Vincent Company has just started to look slightly haunted in the last two weeks. He was quite pleased with himself when he came up. He was all nice and shiny. And he's not looking shiny anymore. He's he's uh, he's sallowed a little bit. His complexion. He's less confident than he was. He looks a little bit broken. Um, he's starting to go. He's gone dead behind the eyes. Evan had a great win again. I don't know how many changes these teams can make. I don't really care, Barry. I think Evan are going to beat them. Um, it's another kind of even money, um, money line play. A little bit short minus one hundred five. But I like Everton, Baz. Um, so yeah, I'll take Everton in this one. Yeah, I'm with you. Everton have found a kind of form now that that can probably keep them in the league. We, you know, we've slagged them off. We've been low on them all season. Um, but they've yeah. won three of the last five in the league now. Calvert-Lewin has been a real difference. And we said that from the start. If they keep him fit, we know he's a quality player and he can make a big difference for them. He was on the score sheet again at the weekend as they've, uh, as they've got a win against West Ham. Um, so they've beaten Brentford, they've beaten West Ham, they've beaten Bournemouth. Um Really good win in the home game last time against Villa in this competition as well. Um, and Burnley yeah. just continue to look in trouble. So Everton on the money line for me, evens mile, it looks a great bet. Um, it looks a good price against a team who are just, they look like everyone can beat them at the moment. So yeah, I think I think Everton are, are ticking along okay now, having been circling the drain, as we said. Uh, so yeah, mm. I'm with you. Everton, Everton to win this one. That's what I'm quite disappointed, Barry, by how Everton are going. Um, luckily, Man United being CAC is making it the season a bit more fun. Because if Man United were doing all right and Everton were doing all right, that would take quite a gloss off how the season's going. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite disappointed that Everton are doing okay. But Man United, luckily, are uh, saving everyone's enjoyment. There's one more game here, Baz, and it's got a big price winner in it. Um, it's already been pointed out, I think, by Rick at the top of the show. The game is Ipswich against Fulham. Um, now, huge line movement here, Barry. Ipswich, I handicapped these games on Friday, I think. Ipswich were 19 to 10, um, plus 190. They are now out to plus 240, uh, so 12 to 5. So a big drift um, on Ipswich. The draw is 5 to 2, plus 250. And Fulham are in from plus 137, 11 to 8. To plus one fifteen, um, what's that? Fifteen to thirteen, I think uh, Fulham. So I think that's just on the back of it, uh, Fulham getting a point at Brighton at the weekend. But the handicap remains. I mean, Ipswich. Firstly, they beat Wolves at home in the last round. Um, so we've got a little comp game there. Um, a team, a Premier League team, similar standard. You would have said Wolves and Fulham maybe. Um, Ipswich beat them. And before the weekend, I can't remember the score of the weekend, they were 1-1 the last I checked. Um, he had 31 points out of a possible 36 in the championship. Absolutely flying. And Fulham are just really, really uninspiring. And, and there's no way I want them as favourites, Barry. Um, Fulham at all. They got a decent result. Again, against Brighton, we've said it was a circus act, and we're coming off the Thursday night game. Um, and Brighton probably should have beat them. Palinio was probably lucky to still be on the pitch when he equalised. 
Um, I just think if Ipswich, the, these prices are the wrong way around. We say this normally once a week. The prices are the wrong way around. Um, I think Ipswich are a great price here, and they've drifted half a point. Doesn't put me off. I love it even more. Ipswich twelve to five, Barry, please. Yeah, so I didn't take a pick in this game. However, I did look at it, and I was very close to because I didn't, I didn't think about picking all eight games as you have. Um, if I had to make a pick here, Ipswich stood out for me. And I faded Ipswich in this competition because in the previous two rounds, I'd said I just thought they would be fully focused on the Championship. They've got a real, real good chance of getting the Premier League this season. Um, but it doesn't seem to be phasing them. You know, They seem to be getting through the rounds in this. Um, as you say, I can see why their price has gone out because that was a good result for Fulham the other day against Brighton. Um, although, you know, we've, we've been talking Brighton down for quite a while. So I can see, I can see why you've gone there. I, th- I think it is a good value pick. It's just home as well. They're scoring goals for fun. Like they'll score goals against this Fulham team, no doubt about it. Um, so yeah, I like it. No problem with that at all, Melvin. That Wolves game in the last round was a three-two win um, for Ipswich. So yeah, goals is another angle, and I've got no issue with that uh, whatsoever. Um, and I think Baz, that's all eight games covered. Wherever you move to, halfway through the show. Uh, you found a lovely little, uh, a lovely little Wi-Fi spot there, Barry. Actually, there's a bell now underneath yeah, that palm tree. So, uh, ho- hopefully, it translates all right on podcast. If, if anyone does listen back, and it sounds a bit shit, that's my fault for being Egypt. But I don't give a fuck to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. What are you drinking, Baz? What is that orange thing you've got? It's space, which I thought would be perfect, but then it seems like all the staff that finished their shift were sitting there waiting for their little minibus to take them back to their digs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'm I'm back on the lobby balcony now and uh, a nice little backdrop, got the little palm tree behind me and What's that what's that orange thing you're swilling? Um it's just some sort of cocktail. I think it was a tequila sunrise. Um oh, having a bit of everything in me, gotta mix it up. I've had a few Absolutely. beers, a few white wines. Um it's it's nearly quarter to one now, Mark. I'm in the morning here. I'm two hours ahead of you. Um, so I have what, had a canny yeah, skin What's the, the best day. thing you've eaten so far, Baz? Hmm? What's the best thing you've eaten so far? Oh, we had a barbecue now. Oh, I've jinxed his, uh, I've jinxed his Wi-Fi connection. The, the, uh, the barbecue sent him off. Um, right, cheers, everyone. Like I say, apologies for uh, for the Wi-Fi. But I, think we, I think we got the gist of it. Uh, the show will be back to normal uh, and better next time. Cheers, Baz. Uh, enjoy the rest of your holly bobs, mate. Um, don't forget the present. Thanks, everyone, who joined in the chat. Um, Premier League picks will be back at some point. Keep your eyes peeled. Um, don't forget the MLB World Series. We're absolutely flying. Cheering on the Diamondbacks at 66-1. to 1. Um, Fill your boots. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Good luck with all your bets. Till the next time, we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.